Heavenly Father, here are your children whom you chose. They are busy with exams, Lord. It is written that when they don't have wisdom, when we don't have wisdom, we should ask for it. You give generously. We pray for the wisdom. See the crown of wisdom on their head, Lord. Anoint them with everything that they need to prosper. May the darkness of failure be defeated. Move away from them and we declare success in whatever exams they are going through. Lord, may your power take control in every situation that they'll sit faced with exams. We pray even for those that are not kneeling here, but you know them, Lord. Myself standing here, Lord, let your power take control of the journey that we need to go through of examination. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, in our church, we, we have intercessory prayer. It is that time that we pray for others. Uh, we've been practicing uh, that when you have someone or yourself, you've got a need, stand up, not to show yourself up or to say, I am weak. Just to acknowledge that, God, I give myself to you. I give my, ne my needs to you. I believe you are in control and you shall answer. We're going to go into intercessory prayer, pray for others. And if you've got a need, you're welcome to stand. And yes, it's not a must. You're welcome still to sit. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, here we are, your children, in a place of prayer, in the time of prayer. Some are standing, some are seated. You know our needs, you know our hearts. We pray for everyone that is brought here in prayer. Some are standing in intercessory for others that are not here. Lord, you know them. May you be the one who work with them. May you be the one who reach out to them, to all the needs that they are standing for or they are sitting for. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we invite your spirit to work, to ignite the fire of the power that you've given us, that as we pray, may those that are sick find healing. May those who are grieving find comfort. Lord, we bring specifically Athalia van Roy before you and the family. We bring Laurel before you, Lord. We bring Ian Wilson, Rolf Fritz, Jonathan. Lord, even those that are not written in the list, we pray for them. Cheryl going for op always gone for operation. Shireen, Colin, and the family, you know their needs, Lord. Work in their minds because they, oh, they of their needs, psychological needs and spiritual needs, Lord. Those who are struggling with emotional issues, be with them, Lord. Give them comfort. Heavenly Father, we pray for our church. We pray for our church needs. There's need for volunteers. The church finances are, are challenged. But by your power, we know and trust that you are at work. Things will go in a way that is pleasing to you. It is challenging to us, but to you all is well. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we pray for our country. We pray for our country, our country leaders. Give them the wisdom that they need. May they lead the people not fulfill their desires. Lord Jesus, we pray for our church, MMC Church, even the neighboring churches, Doxa Dio and Grace World Church. You know they are need, Lord. We ask for your spirit. May they call your name for everything that they need. May they know that your presence is there because your promises are true. You promise never to leave us nor forsake us. You are here in our churches, we believe. Lord, not last, but we pray for Israel and Haman. 
the war that is going on, may you be the one who come there, arrows that are going out there. Be with them, Lord. Let there be peace. Talk to the leaders of those countries, Lord. Let there be peace in those countries. And yes, let there be peace in our country, in our churches, in our households, in our families. And yes, at this time of exam, we pray for the schools, Lord. May the teachers work well with the children. May the children find be humble in, in, to the teachers in their time of exam. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Our scripture reading today is from the Old Testament. is from Exodus 32. Uh, I don't know if we have it on, on screen. Exodus 32. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who, thought, uh, who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing, and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, small letter G gods. O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt? When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burning offerings and presented fellow offerings. And presented fellow offerings. Afterwards they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in to indulge in rivalry. This is the word of God from the Old Testament. The people see Moses taking long. Let's hear what the New Testament say. New Testament is from Matthew 22, from verse 1. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servant to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen fattened, cattle have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, ill-treated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burnt their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those are invited did not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite to the servants. Go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the street and gathered all the people they could find, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. 
But when the king came in, in to see the guest, he noticed the man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friends, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendant, tie him, tie his hands and foot, and throw him out into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. This is the word of God. Church, it was not easy for me to prepare this. Uh, in the past weeks, we heard about what we do when God doesn't just do it. We also heard about who actually does what God wants. And last week it was, check yourself before you wreck yourself. We were singing here the hymn that says, come now is the time. We hear in the scripture as well, it says, the king sent the servant to the people to say, come to the banquet. The scripture says, many are invited. When they say come, it is an invitation. An invitation to the banquet that is prepared. Often an invitation is sent to those who, whom you have a relationship with. I believe it's not you, when you've got a party, you don't invite everyone. But there are those special people you invite. The king is sending an invitation. He's sending his servants to say, come. Who are the servants? We are the servants. And yes, we are those that God is inviting. It is God who is inviting his people. It is God who prepared the, 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 the banquet. God's spirit, God's mercy, God's grace is those fattened calves that are prepared. Is that food that is prepared for those that are invited. As I say, I was challenged. I asked myself, what do I do with the invitation? And I turned the question around again. What do you do with the invitation? The servants went out to call the people as they were guided, as they were instructed by God. But what happened? The people refused. When God is calling us, we refuse. He's calling us to the banquet where everything is prepared, but we refuse. We Christians are the ones that many times refuse to go when God is calling us. Who knows what's happening at the banquet? God knows his people. He knows what he has prepared. And he knows who needs to be there. Remember, in the Old Testament, the Jews used to believe that they are the ones who know more about the Messiah. But Jesus came. Jesus came and came for all. When God sent the servants to call the people, they went on with their business. They went on with their work. 
That is what is happening with us in midstream. That is what is happening with us in South Africa. That is what is happening with us in the whole world. When God is calling us, we carry on with our business. When God is calling us to come to the banquet, where there is mercy, where there is grace, where fattened calves are, are slaughtered, everything is ready. He doesn't need anything from us. We don't hear it being said, the invitations say you must bring a gift. I'm sure even under general, it is humanity that makes you bring a, take a gift to where you are invited. It's not a must. We are invited. Everything is ready. But we choose to carry on with our own life. We choose to carry on with the worldly gifts, forgetting that those gifts are not ours, are the gifts from God, are not the gifts that we don't, we don't have the power without him. As when I was praying, I was saying, Lord, use me as the instrument. The power, he said, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, he's giving us. I hope and pray it is the power that he's using to share the word today. Use me to share the word with you. Because on my own, I'm not able. On my own, I cannot influence you. But his power can. Those who are invited, see the servants that are chosen as nothing because they think they own everything. They even killed them. They ill-treated them. And those, those are the few, the words saying, many are invited, but few are chosen. I believe when you prepare for a banquet or for a wedding or for a party, you don't say everybody must come and prepare. You decide who's going to do the decoration. You decide who's going to do, to do the cooking. You decide who's going to, to be the MC. You don't just let everybody tell everyone what to do. God use, choose the few, the servants. And what do we do with those servants? We ill treat them. We kill them. God wants his people to come to the banquet. But they opt to not go. As Christians, we claim to be God's people. And when the time comes for us to serve God, we have excuses. Think of how often the invitation goes out for, in for volunteers in our church. And what happens? It keeps on coming and coming. Even in the scripture, God sent his servants again. He didn't just send them once. He sent them again. The church is asking for volunteers. The church is asking for donations. But what do we do? We sit back. We give excuses. God's plans will never be changed by our thinking. God changes God's plans will never be changed by our stubbornness. God's plans will never be changed by our refusal to come to the banquet. His plans goes on. As they refused, he sent his army to destroy them. 
And he sent the servants again to the rest to call all. The servants, because they are few, send us. I'm like, what are they going to say? No, God, when that one went, he was killed or he was attacked. But the few chosen, the servants, they went to call everyone in the street. To call everyone that need God's mercy. Everyone that need God's grace. To come and enjoy the banquet. Some of us here, if I may send you to say, go into the office, get me the copies. It may be like, Who's the, who, who are you? Rev may be sending Dolly to you to say the church have started. Because it's Dolly, you think, no. Who is this one? Rev is not the one talking, I'll go. Some may feel, who is she? Why is she allowed to stand there to preach to us? Why is she standing there? Who is she? But the servants are chosen by God. And the servants will do what God wants them to do, irrespective of the situation. I may be standing here not knowing what is going to be the outcome. I may be standing here being anxious, wondering, am I in the right track? But through faith and belief that, God, you said I must share your word with your people. Use me as the instrument. I'm your servant. I declared myself a servant because he chose me. I hope and trust that his word will land on the fertile soil. I believe his word will be taken out into the world to be given to his people that need to come to the banquet. As God continues to send his servants, the people end up hearing and respecting and obeying the request, the call, not just the request, and not just an invitation, but the call, personal call. Because I believe invitation often is sent early, but this time the banquet is ready. God is sending them to come. It's like a reminder, come, everything is ready. His plans are not changed. His plans continue. The banquet will continue irrespective of you are coming or not, irrespective of you, you disregard the invitation, the banquet will continue because God's plans don't change because of our doing. He is the God. He is a merciful God. He is the God that gives grace. He is the only God that is in control of heaven and earth. We may think that we know everything, like the Jews, but he is the God of the Gentiles too. We also heard in Exodus that they decided that, they told Aaron that Moses is taking long. We may be feeling, we may be thinking that this one's preaching is not what it is, what we are used to, but God's plan 
he will use those that he wants to use. God's kingdom. In God's kingdom, there is joy. In God's kingdom, people humble themselves. People don't brag about what they have. He wants us to know that his kingdom is ready. We must come to his kingdom. Those who refused lost everything. They lost their business. They lost their work. They lost because of the arrogance. God became rage. God became angry. He became angry to them and he destroyed them. He destroyed their properties. But he allows us another chance. When the king came out, he found someone not wearing the wedding clothes. When I was preparing to come and present, I was asking myself, taking out of the hot drop, what am I wearing? You cannot wear swim clothes to an interview of office work. You cannot wear suit to go swimming. The, 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 the clothes that the scripture is talking about is our spirits. Our spirits must be prepared. People can be invited, but they go with the attitude or they come with the attitude to the banquet. And the God, the King, deal with them. But he doesn't deal with them with, with distraction. He talks nicely to them. He even called him a friend because he's giving him the opportunity to humble himself. But what did he do? He kept quiet. This man that was not dressed in wedding clothes, he kept quiet. And that didn't go well with the king. God wants us to humble ourselves. God wants us to apologize, to ask for the, for the forgiveness. God wants us to repent when we go wrong. When we are dressed in swimsuits at the interview, when somebody brings a blanket, cover yourself. Or walk out, don't go into the space in attire that is not suitable. It is not about this attire. It is about the spirit. Is my spirit ready to go to the banquet? Is my spirit ready to be among those that are invited? Is my spirit prepared as the banquet is prepared? I've said to my kids, how do you sometimes, I, I often say, People say to me, you look smart. I've got, a, I've got teenagers, those who don't know. And sometimes, oh, the dress code of today, it's something else to us, the old folks. It can be challenging. So I'll ask them, would you really go to church like that? It doesn't mean we must be, you know, in suits or whatever. Who do you really go to church like? This is what the king is asking. How did you come in here with, that, with those clothes? The king is asking us, how do we come in here? How do I stand here with the clothes that I'm wearing? 
with my spirit being challenged, with my spirit being outside. When God says the banquet is ready, God wants me to be here, wants me to share his word with his people. And I come here and talk about politics or I come here and talk about my health or talk about my work. When the scripture talks to Matthew 22 that come, the banquet is ready. The banquet is ready, dress accordingly. Dress according to where you are going. Prepare your spirit, pray before you go to church. Pray before you come into the church. Pray before you leave your house. Prepare yourself, rest yourself up. The other day, Muruti was here, we're dressing up. We need to dress up to, the, to go to the event. We need to dress up accordingly. When you are in favor of the bokeh, you cannot just go and sit with the bokeh and dress. Where's Robbie? You said you are for the French or for... You need to dress accordingly. Dress uh, uh, the, the bokeh attire because you are supporting them. We need to have respect for self so that we can show respect to others. The Bible tells us that the freedom that we are given, we should not use it for our own evil plans. We must stand firm in the Lord. We must think about what is true. We must think about what is right and do that that is right. What are we doing when the servants call us? We would probably just pick up stones and throw them up. We'd probably just close the gates when the, when the servants come through to us, to our houses. We'd probably say, I'm not here. Tell the kids, tell them I'm not here. But if you prepare yourself, if you open your heart to God, God will talk to you. God will welcome you into the banquet that is ready, the banquet that is prepared by God. His grace is sufficient, and that's all we need, he says. God's promised to forgive us our sins when we humble ourselves before him. In closing, I'm going to leave you with a question. The scripture says, many are invited, few are chosen. The feast is ready. What do you do with the invitation? What do you do when the servant calls you to come to the banquet? What do you do when the church invites you to volunteer to come and help in the church? Let us pray. Worship Chim can come. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, you call your people to the banquet. You prepared the banquet. May we hear your servants when they call us. May we dress up in a way that you want us to dress for the banquet. May our hearts be prepared. May our ears hear the servants when they call us. May our bodies 
come up and go to the banquet and do what you want us to do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We trust in you that your word shall land in the fertile soil and shall be used out in the world in a way that is pleasing to you, in a way that will glorify your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.